Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. In today's Gospel, our Lord Jesus Christ tells His disciples that vigilance and faithfulness to God are required of us as the inevitable turmoil of this world unfolds. This last year has been a particularly intense uh, example of that. Uh, we've all been taken out of our comfort zones. Um, and we must be reminded that this world is passing away. This world is not forever. Uh, to try to cling to something that is not forever instead of clinging to that which is forever is madness. So it's important for us to examine ourselves, to uh, to be vigilant, to be in touch with what's going on inside of ourselves, in our hearts, in our souls, uh, in relation to uh, this tension, this tension of being in this world but not being of this world. That's the tension right there. That's the tightrope that we have to walk. And we don't walk it of our own accord, by the way. We do certainly participate in that, our, will is, our free will is important, very much operational. But by the grace of God, we, uh, we walk that walk. The uh, <clears throat> context of this discord, discourse today in our gospel reading is the prophecy regarding the destruction of Jerusalem. Uh, this world is going to come to an end one day. We don't know when that will be. It is against the will of God for us to speculate on that. Uh, we can, you know, I think, broadly speaking, people that speculate about that do so for one of two reasons. One is they just are smarty pants. They think, you know, they're going to anticipate God uh, and, and uh, in some cases maybe even be corrupt in, uh, in doing so for their own purposes, maybe to scare people into doing things that they want them to do. The other, the other uh, problem with this is, is people that are petrified by fear, the fear of this world ending. None of us knows how long we have. None of us does. Not a single one of us knows how long we have. When, when the time will come when our Lord will call us home. But what is very <coughs> essential is that we are on the path of salvation that we are bringing our focus to God, to His kingdom, to His way of doing things, to His way of living. That's what's important. That's the one thing needful right there. The deacon says throughout the liturgy, wisdom, let us attend. You know, we hear these words and sometimes we become numb to their meaning. But that's a very important aspect of our worship of God. He's saying, you know, exchange the wisdom of this world for the wisdom of the kingdom of God and attend to it. Are you with me? Because we tend to drift away. That's part of our sinful nature, part of the weakness of our flesh. So we have to rekindle our faith. We have to wake ourselves up from time to time. And we have to, and, and we are also never underestimate the impact that you have on other people around you. Uh, so when we are 
faithful, when we are close to God, others will sense it. And it can be for their salvation as well. So as we look at this perishing world, are we to sit here in despair? Are we to say to ourselves, we have no hope? Absolutely not. One of the points of this service today, this Saturday of the Souls, is that we face death. In the Orthodox Church, the Church has always taught to face death, to not fear it. That's easier said than done, granted. But today we are, you know, for the most part, the, the purpose of this service is to intercede on behalf of our loved ones who've gone on before us. But a, sub, a more subtle uh, aspect and theme of this service is that we face death, a defeated foe. Our Lord has defeated death. He, he took death on and he defeated it. That's our hope. That's what we're counting on. And it's not that we're going to be so righteous and that's what's going to save us. Righteousness is from God. And any righteousness that comes to us, uh, we certainly have, as I've already indicated, we have a free will. We have to participate in that process of salvation, opening our hearts to the grace of God. That's our role, repenting, turning away from our sins. Uh, but the, the, the grace of God is what is going to save us. And our job is to make sure we accept the gift. Our lives belong to God. We've been bought and paid for with a great price. And he wants us to know him. He wants us to be close to him. He wants our lives to be transformed. He wants us to become like him. And it's not because he has a giant ego. It's because that is life. There is no other source of life. And when we stray away from that, we are lost. So what does he say to us, to you and to me today? Come back. Repent. Examine yourself. Where, where, have, you, where have you fallen off of the path? Get back up. You can do it. He grants us that permission. He calls us to it. He, he wants nothing more than for us to willfully, volitionally draw closer to him. Because he wants us to live eternally. That is our hope. That is the only hope we have and it is the only hope we need. <clears throat> Eternal life doesn't begin when we die. It begins now. Now, as we partake in the sacraments of the church and the sacramental life of the church, we avail ourselves to the life of Christ that is poured out in our hearts. A transformation can take place when that takes place. Every time a person dies, we're reminded of the reality of how short this life is. We're reminded of the inevitability of our own deaths, uh, but we also are reminded of the hope of the resurrection of our Lord and that he loves us. He never stops loving us. 
He is always there. He is, if we are faithless, St. Paul wrote, if we are faithless, he, is fa- he remains faithful. Why? Because he cannot deny himself. We have been united to Christ in holy baptism. Our life is hidden in his life, and he is not going to desert us. He loves us. He's for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? The problem is not God. (laughs) The problem is with us. So as we draw closer to the 40-day fast, uh, Great Lent, let us become a little bit more sober-minded. Let us withdraw from the world a little bit. Uh, Let us uh, remind ourselves that our hope is not in the things we possess uh, or the activities in which we engage ourselves. Uh, Our hope is not in this world, but in the life to come. Today we remember our loved ones departed this life, and we pray for them. We pray for them because we love them. That's why we pray for them. And we love our Lord as well. And we trust that he hears our prayers. It is not our place to judge anybody. It is our place to intercede for everybody. In Luke, in our gospel reading today, in Luke uh, 21, uh, verses 34 and following, our Lord says, But take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly, that day being this day of judgment. He says, for it will come as a snare to all those who dwell on the face of the earth. We don't know when that will take place. But he writes, and then finally in verse 36, he says, watch therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all of these things, all of this turmoil, All of this madness uh, that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. By the grace of God, may each and every one of us arrive at that day on the right side of glory. By His grace, His mercy, and His forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.